0: If you haven't heard, there's some really good news. And I'm going to tell you why it's important for all of us. It's important for all of us in a lot of reasons. But the good news is that the Writers Guild of America, which represents thousands and thousands of writers all over the country, just ended their strike. They have said, hey, we are no longer picketing. We have reached an agreement, but it's it's still not fully complete, it's right there on the edge we think, you know, any, any minute now it will be complete but it's a powerful, powerful example of what happens when we come together 146 days every writer and every actor in Hollywood and I mean, not just Hollywood just in America, has completely been out of work so that they could get better conditions better pay so they could protect their careers and futures. I just want to tell us today all the ways it matters to us. All right, let me unpack and explain it. Glad to be here. Happy Monday. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the Breakdown. The Breakdown. the, the, The Breakdown. Early this morning, it was announced that the Writers Guild of America, one of the most important historic unions uh, in all of the country, announced that after 146 days, they have tentatively. I think I said that I'm not going to try to say the word again. (laughs) They have reached an agreement. And for 146 days, all of those writers have been out of work. Let me say many writers lost their homes. And to show solidarity with the writers, the Actors Guild, the Screen Actors Guild of America, the Union for Actors and Actresses, they have also been out of work in solidarity for months and months and months. No work, no pay, and it has put an enormous crunch on those men and women. Many of them I follow and know and have supported and have tried to encourage It is so powerful to do what they just did. They just said, listen, billionaires literally are getting filthy rich off of our work while we struggle, and they're finding more and more ways to squeeze us out of our work and our pay, and to show you who has power, we just won't work. And write your own damn sitcoms. And what they showed is, no, like, there are no other writers every writer in the film industry, the television and film industry is in the union and people would not break the strike and television and film has struggled as a result. And we're really going to feel the effects for months and months to come because all the new things that would be released six months from now, a year from now, sometimes it takes years for things to come out. All of that stuff's been on hold. And It just took so much guts, so much courage, so much determination for the tens of thousands of writers and actors to do what they just did. And it's a powerful, powerful, I'm deeply inspired, deeply inspirational example of what happens when people unify. That's what a union is. A union is a a collective, and let me say this very clearly, of very eclectic, diverse people from all backgrounds. Like, you know... While Hollywood writers, while you know writers for film and television, actors for film and television, are generally thought to be left leaning, they're not all left leaning. They're not. They're not all uh, progressives and liberals. They're not all white or black or Latino or Asian. They're, they're from every ethnicity, every background, every walk of life. Some of those are very wealthy people themselves, but most aren't. Ninety eight percent of the people in the Screen Actors Guild. And in the Writers Guild of America, those are working class people who need it, who live paycheck to paycheck. Like, 99.9% of them aren't Tom Cruise and Will Smith who get paid so much money per film. That's a, They are a tiny minority. And I am so proud of them for accomplishing most of their goals. And what they also just showed, the uh, Netflix and and Hulu and other... Companies, it's like, listen, this is the power we have. We will use it again. Negotiate with us and treat us fairly or you'll see what happens. I mean, how many other places could we use this kind of power? I mean, I mean, there's so many industries. Like right away, people said, I wish Starbucks would do this. and But Starbucks, the corporation, has been fined over and over again because the corporation illegally continues to bust up unions. I wish Amazon could do this. They have a brand new union that's still struggling and fighting to form, and Amazon has fought against it in every way. Amazon would cripple and fall apart if its working-class people truly unionized and issued a strike. That company would not know what to do with itself. While its founder literally goes to space, It's everyday workers struggle to make ends meet. It's not okay. I mean, what would happen if just we as people unified in ways that fought for change and really made things happen? Listen, I've got another story uh, right after the break. We're going to have a quick word from some of our sponsors. Have you seen that viral video uh, in Ireland of literally every gymnast getting a medal except the young black gymnast? who kept sticking her neck out over and over and over again and just kept being looked over by the white staff member. I have an update on that case, and I, I won't be long, but I have a very important update. I'll be right back. If you haven't seen it, the, the video is devastating, and I'm learning more about it today. So many of you have asked me to help find the woman who did this. There's a video that I just learned was actually from about a year ago in Ireland where an all white gymnastics team that has one beautiful black girl on it was getting their medals. And the staffer that was giving the medals goes down the line, white girl by white girl, and gives them all their medals. And skips right over the black girl. And then she goes back to a couple of other girls and makes sure that they have their medals. And the black girl keeps sticking her head out. Like she's unmistakably obvious. Like no matter what position you're in, you saw her. Like you couldn't not see her from any angle, behind, forward, from the crowd. And this sweet black girl keeps sticking her head out, ready for her medal. And you can just see the sadness begin to wash over her as she realizes, this woman sees me and is not going to give me the medal. It's devastating. And many of you maybe have had a moment like this. It is so crushing and she never gets the medal. And we just learned, thank God, Simone Biles, who is Now, many people say the best gymnast of all time, man, woman, ever, just the best gymnast ever. So it crushed her heart. And she was all too familiar with the racism that people often experience in the industry, even though she's the best gymnast of all time. Listen, I mean, isn't that any sport? (laughs) Isn't Tiger Woods the best golfer of all time? Isn't Simone Biles the best gymnast of all time? Aren't the best track and field athletes, the best football players, baseball players? Like, let's be real. And yet there's still bigotry and racism in these spaces. And now, because of the pressure, the body that oversees gymnastics in Ireland says that they have issued a a direct apology to the family. And this, this happened a year ago. They're saying that, you know, they've issued now a public apology But they won't release the staff member's name. We still want that name. And the family of that beautiful young girl says they don't accept apology because the one they received directly was insincere and full of lies. Someone got caught being racist, and they didn't like being caught. In essence, that's what the family said. You being frustrated with being caught is not the same as admitting what you actually did. What you did was cruel, harsh, ugly, and despicable. And the shame that's coming to gymnastics in Ireland, everything else, they deserve all of that. It would be better to release the name and say, we've let this person go. Their behavior does not rise to our standards. We fall on our shield. And apologize in every way. And here's what we're going to do to make it right. Because so far that has not happened. Let's keep on pushing. We have to fight for everything we get, not just here, but in Ireland and everywhere else, because black people are everywhere. And because black people are everywhere, guess what else is true? Black people are mistreated everywhere. It's so, it's just so dumb. The girl was a part of the team. Just give everybody a medal. What are you doing? Love and appreciate you all. I've got myself frustrated. (laughs) But uh, I love y'all. Appreciate you. I'm glad to be back Uh, for these past six episodes of being back. I haven't really publicized it yet. Uh, Me and my producer Willis just kind of wanted to get our feet back under us. Uh, Willis and I have both had to take on other jobs and other work just to make ends meet. And uh, so we're we're back on the grind. Appreciate you all. I'll be right back here tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves. And we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So, make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone.